I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Overreaction. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator at the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co host, contributor at Mavs.com. The preseason, preteen, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I mean, Nick, in my past life, I was you. And I, I had the the length. I could shoot over people. I had the space. I that was just me. I had it all figured out. I mean that, that it's crazy. The crazy. Ca- the cavern that divides us is what also brings us together. Like the space on the court is also the distance from my my mentality to my physicality. Eight post ups a game. Eight. I I have it. Nah, we agreed on two, two and a half. <laughs> I what is going on? I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so, like Kyrie Irving is just on another plane of existence from all of us. Has to be. He's a great right? basketball player. He's an excellent basketball player. There's so all this is not to take away from his basketball. I feel like Kyrie sort of. He, 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 I don't know what he interprets. Let me just make that very clear. I'm not, not sure what, what he interprets us media pawns saying at all. But You're such a pawn. He's, I, I, I am. He, like, nobody thinks he's a bad basketball player. No. No, no. He's good. If they're, it, I, I watched a decent amount of uh, their first game back today against the Wizards. and I also I want to mention shaking. that I called you a, the preseason preteen, and then your voice just cracked. So I feel like that's some good there synergy. With the <laughs> synergy. That's our synergy on this right, pod. Right, that's our synergy. Uh, but I watched him come back because I want to see what KD looked like in his first game. And I was just, yeah, I thought KD looked great. But then I saw Kyrie. I mean, he was just cooking out there. And I'm like, he can be so odd, but... Off the court, but man, when he's on it like that, he's one of the best offensive players in the league. And if there was hard knocks of the NBA, oh, for sure, Brooklyn would be at the top of the food chain when it came to that. And Steve Nash, I swear he didn't, he didn't move for like the first like six minutes of the game. I don't know if he blinked. We couldn't see his mouth, so it was just him sitting there. Is D'Antoni next to him with his legs crossed? And D'Antoni goes from Harden and Westbrook and says, "See ya." I'm going to go to Brooklyn, <laughs> and now he's with Kyrie and KD. But, no, I, I have tr- a lot of – The trifecta would be to go to the Clippers next, then go to <laughs> Kawhi and Paul George. He goes to Brooklyn, then Harden comes to, ends up going to Brooklyn too. Oh, God. Uh, but, no, it's um, – Man, it's I have a lot of stuff on Brooklyn, but I do think they're going to be really good this year. Oh, absolutely! There's they're going to be a good basketball team. It's just the off court stuff, the conversations. The we were we were referencing the IG, you know, IG live that K, KD and and uh, Kyrie had. And by the way, Kyrie talked all about like you know you need to respect me as the host. I was like. What? What, he's t- the host of the IG? Like, what, we're not in your like. Are we in your house? He's, this is like a take your shoes off before you come in my house conversation. <laughs> anyway, on today's show, the Lockdown Mavericks podcast, we're going to get into the ESPN player rankings for the Mavs. Talk about them. 
Was anybody too high? Was anybody too low? Luca, number four. I feel like we've all seen them by now. Porzingis, number 41. Josh Richardson, number 80. No other Mavs made it. Should other Mavs have made it? It's a good question. Then Isaac and I are going to bring five overreactions from Mavs preseason and then maybe some others sprinkled in from the rest of the NBA as well. So five overreactions each and figure out which ones are legitimate and which ones are actual overreactions we've gone too far. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get 20% off your next order. All right, let's get into, let's do ESPN player rankings first. So Luka Doncic, number four, the only players higher than him. And this ESPN ranking is based on what they project this season. So going into it, you're looking for, you know, what do we think that, that players are going to, you know, be this season? Basically, I also realized I just listened to our podcast yesterday and I dogged Rick Carlisle for saying, you know, because he says, you know, so much, you know, uh, Dorian Finney Smith is, you know, and I realize I say it, too. <laughs> that's that's my Rick crush. Now. It's not. uh, It's just it's, you know, so I'm going to apologize retroactively to Rick Carlisle. Anyway, what did you think about Luka Doncic? Number four, the only players higher than him are Giannis, AD and LeBron. Yeah, so the voters were predicting what they would expect from each player in the regular season and the postseason. So it's like their forecast of what the uh, player rankings will look like at the end of next playoffs and them having Luca at four. Uh, I was shocked when they started announcing him. I was like, all right, we, we know Luca's going to be in the top 10, but how high and at four is wild because it is, I mean, for me, I kind of view the top I, the top players when everyone's healthy. I kind of view it as a top six, and uh, LeBron, AD, Giannis, KD, Kawhi, and Luca, and then right under that, in, in a little separate tier by themselves, I have like the Steph, uh, the Steph tier with Harden and Jokic. Um, you know, probably Damian Lillard in that, maybe Jimmy Butler in that for me. Um, but to see Luca's name above Kawhi and, ab- and above. Durant uh, was wild. I love Luca. I think that's even a little bit high for me. Um, if we're considering fully healthy, I mean, fully healthy pre-injury Durant, I had him as the best player in the league. Kawhi Leonard, I th- you know how I feel about Kawhi. So I, I think Kawhi and KD should be over, be over Giannis. So um, I think I would restructure this a little bit, but it's still the top six players in the league. And the fact that Luca is over KD and Kawhi is absolutely insane. That's crazy. We usually do hot takes in the other way, where we're like, oh, Luca's been so, you know, he's been completely undervalued and blah, blah, blah. I think Luca's overvalued on this list, to be perfectly honest. I think Kawhi should be over him. I think because you look back at the, you know, the, the series they played against each other, Kawhi had 30 and 10 too. You know, he had 30 points, 10 boards, yeah. and like five assists. And it's not like he got completely outplayed by Luca in that series. And, you know, he. he Went on to that Denver series, and I think he got he got docked because of that Denver series. But yeah. and then Luca dragged hit you know dragged the Mavericks to you know that uh, th- that series against the the Clippers to six games. But I, I think that KD should be up there too. I think his injury probably really pulled him down, and we haven't really seen what he's about. But yeah, in that preseason game, he looked pretty good. I don't know if you want to take if too KD's much from 100%. preseason. I have him at one or two. Yeah, he's so, he's better than Luca if he's hundred percent. That's just it's just the way yeah. it is. And I think Kawhi is too. I don't and think that's ridiculous is, to say at this point. 
Yeah, and this is them predicting. That's why I did read that sentence before this. This is, you know, if you ask some of these guys right now that voted on this, hey, who would you have right now in a game seven, one game left, you know, in a playoffs, who would you rather have Kevin Durant, Kawhi, or, Le- or Luka? I think a lot of people would probably take Kawhi and KD, but they're, pro- you know, projecting a little bit that Luka's going to have a monster season. I think this speaks volumes on how the people view Luka's upcoming season. That yeah, it's go- he's going to have a massive MVP season. He's going to, you know, push the Mavericks into playoffs, you know, to the second round, whatever it is. So the expectations are already there for Luka. And I think it also speaks volume. How many times have we had the top one and two players? In the league, according to ESPN, on the same team. I mean, LeBron and Anthony Davis being on the exact same team. I think that's. I mean, it's crazy. Like it's. I mean, when does that happen? Like, I don't. Is know it wrong when. though? I don't. I mean, I don't think you can say it's not wrong coming out of the playoffs because they both like just won a title and they both been. You know, I mean, they're playing amazing. So, um, I see that, and I don't know how. Like, I feel like AD has to be up there, right? Is it LeBron the one that has to, if you have to move somebody? I know. Well, I think Kawhi should be up there, but just the way that he didn't show up in that Denver series at the end, just really, I mean, that really took a a toll on his reputation, I think, because, I mean, we had him as one of the best players in the NBA. He was third best in the NBA, according to a lot of people. And then I I guess if they also are considering next season, what are the Clippers going to be next season? What are they going to be in in the playoffs again? They have to. They're now in, in kind of. You have to prove it to us again now mode. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, Giannis is at three, and Giannis. Yeah, got, he also he should have taken a hit too, but him and his team, you know, got embarrassed a little bit in the playoffs. But is there somebody in the top twenty, top twenty five? Maybe coming up after the break, we can talk about guys in the top twenty five, top thirty that you think is a little too high. Talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, we were talking about ESPN player rankings and the Mavericks. Luka Doncic's number four. We think that might be a little high considering that he was above Durant and Kawhi, but we'll see what Durant looks like. We'll see if Kawhi... Kawhi also doesn't really bring it in the regular season, so maybe that's maybe that factored yeah. in as far as, you know, Luka is going to, you know, he's going to bring it, he's going to get his numbers in the regular season and then into the playoffs, they, you know, maybe Kawhi takes more of that back from him, but... Maybe they, he's they in that tier, that. which is crazy. For sure. That in year yeah, I agree three, with that. He's in the top six tier as one of the faces and best players in the entire NBA. That's insane. Can't take that away from him. Can't. Um, somebody else that is uh, just as hyped as he is. Um, what on God's green earth is the reasoning to have Zion Williamson as a top 20 NBA player, right? I mean, that's just... <laughs> mind-boggling to me i mean we know that it's espn we know that it's you know the zion hype train is unbelievable and i hate that it's like getting associated with him that way he doesn't deserve so he doesn't and he he's he seems like he's just an awesome kid and everything and i hope he has a great career but to have him at 19 i mean just the guy underneath him paul to have him better than paul george is just yeah no unreal and he hasn't played uh it's i thought that was Crazy. He hasn't he hasn't played enough, and I, and I mean he hasn't earned it. He hasn't earned it in the sense that he shouldn't be overhyped this much. Let let the guy come in and earn his spot and earn. Let him earn it just like everyone else did, yeah. right? He just shouldn't come in and be this much be expected of him. And uh, yeah, even I mean even Luca came in last year and we didn't expect so he wasn't expected to be a top twenty five player his first year, right? 
This is essentially yeah, Zion's I mean, first year if you consider all the injuries and stuff he had to deal with last year, right? I mean, how many total games did he play last year? Not not that many. I mean, he's two spots over Jamal Murray, who just like went off in the in the playoffs on the biggest you know stage that you know they play on, and uh, I just thought that he's you know over Bradley Beal. I think I'm okay with the Jamal Murray one. I'm I'm lower on Jamal Murray than some other people. He went off in the bubble, but regular season he's okay, right? He's he's not all star. Yeah, he's okay. I th- At least I think when Zion played, he was player. all-star level, right? <laughs> yes, for those, what, 13 games? I, he, I mean, he did, though. <laughs> um, I thought somebody else that was a little too high was, was Towns. And just, they had you him thought he was too 25. high? I think he, I think he's a little too high. Yeah, interesting because locked on, yeah. locked on wolves. They obviously thought he was too low, but he was in the top ten. Who are you putting him over? He was in the top ten like two years ago. <laughs> and he yeah, was. I just don't 18 know a lot of these year. guys. I mean, okay, another guy that I, I think, and he, this guy's higher than Zion, but I mean, Ben, ben Simmons. They have him as a 16th best player. Uh, I think that's a little, well, a little you, too high. for You me. think he's player number 451? You just, you think he's. <laughs> No, no, no. not not that. I want him to have his own team, but to have Ben Simmons, I personally wouldn't have Ben Simmons over Booker, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell, Paul George, Paul George. Brad Beal. Um, Paul George really low yeah. on this list. Yeah, I mean Paul George at twenty. Um, That's low. Yeah, is there another name that you think was too high or too low? I mean, I know we texted a little bit about Trey, but I mean Trey came in at twenty nine on this list. For all the Trey Young versus Luca truthers out there. Uh, 29 compared to four. That's kind of rough for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I thought that Trey ahead of Kyle Lowry was unfair. Just just to Sean Woodley. I mean, he's he's the biggest Kyle Lowry truther in the world. So, Christoph Porzingis was number 41, which had to be on purpose, right? There's no way that they wouldn't have done Porzingis <laughs> number 41, right? I mean, that's just, that is what it is. He was higher than, a bu- he, you know, a bunch of guards were higher than him. They had, like, SGA, Marcus Smart, Brogdon. Brogdon, and Fred Van Vliet. They all had they had all those guys ahead of them. I, I'm not sure about those guys. It, at that point, it just basically depends on what you value more. And if Porzingis is playing, I'd rather have him than all those guys, right? Maybe SGA yeah. just for the future, Mar- like for the potential, but for the one season. For They're talking about just one season. This next season, yeah. who would you rather have? And I would rather have Porzingis if he's playing than any of those guys. Yeah, when another category I made when I was looking at these rankings were like who is who are some players that can skyrocket up this list for like if they're fully healthy, they play a whole season, whatever it is. And Porzingis at forty one, to where if he plays the majority of this season, he's going to skyrocket up this list. If we get the pre bubble Porzingis for that stretch that he went off and he's healthy and he's putting up those numbers, I mean, he immediately moves up like what, 20 spots? He's in, you know, he's a top 25 player at that point. He should be up there so, with Towns, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why I think he would move up. I, I think he would move up into that Towns, Siakam, Brad Beal, you know, Jamal Murray type of range, top 25 player. And at 41, that has to only be because of health. Yeah. And at times defensively, he looked, you know, Jamal Murray destroyed him in the bubble that one time. <laughs> it's just, that's one of the, yeah. if that's one of your lasting memories of him. So a couple guys that were lower than him, Nikola Vucevic, Jaron Jackson Jr., Draymond Sabonis, Kemba. Kemba took a big hit. I think it was because of injuries. We're not expecting a ton from him coming back. He's going to miss a, a big portion of the, the season. Any of those guys you think should be higher than Porzingis? I thought maybe the, 
Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. I feel like has a chance to be better, but if Porzingis is healthy, it's just it's what all it's everything comes down to that. It's it's that's the whole season really for him. Yeah, that Porzingis tier of the forties there, you have like four guys: Porzingis, Gordon Hayward, Oladipo, Kimba. It's like if four all four of those guys are fully yeah. healthy and like doing their thing, then they're going to be you know, like higher up on this list. I thought Sabonis was low. I mean, as it wasn't at 50. Best. Yeah. Yeah. He was at 50 on this list and a dude was an all-star last year. So, uh, I thought that was, uh, I would personally have him a little higher. I thought Marcus smart was a little higher on this list. Uh, for me, uh, Russell Westbrook being, uh, what? 36 on this list. I, I get all the Westbrook hate, <laughs> that, but that is both too high and too low, depending on who you ask at this point. I mean, the dude was 13 <laughs> all NBA last year, put up some like crazy averages and, they, they don't even have him as a top 35 player in the league. I think that's uh, that's a little wild, too. Last one, Josh Richardson, number 80 on the top 100 list for ESPN. So guys who are higher than him, KCP, Duncan Robinson, P.J. Tucker, Steven Adams, Serge Ibaka, T.J. Warren was number 63, Davis Berton, 61. If you want to talk about guys that are too high, T.J. Warren had a couple good games in the bubble, and all of a sudden we're putting him – Top 60 player in the NBA? I don't know about that. Josh, I'd rather have Josh Richardson than him for sure. Hey, DeMar DeRozan. Oh, yeah, he took a big hit in this, too. 82 on this list. 82. To throw out everything that we've ever said negative about DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> he is not the 82nd best player in the list. I mean, to have KCP, what, 15, 20 spots higher than well, that? Yeah, he was higher than, he was. than Josh at 80. At 80. I mean that that's that's wild, but uh, who would be the next Maverick on this list? I think Tim Hardaway. Well, I, we would put Maxi, right? Yes, I'll I'll tell you. I'm writing this longer story on Tyler Bay, and something that is not going to make the story. It's just weird. <laughs> would you put Tyler but, Bay next? <laughs> <laughs> no, but as one of the things I asked Tyler Bay for the story at Mavs.com was when you when you thought of the Mavericks, you know, wh- what did you think about? over the past like few years. And he said, well, I knew they had Luca and Tim. Tim. And I was like, whoa, like, all right, Tim, like get Tim just getting thrown in there. Like, uh, <laughs> like he's a, a cornerstone of the franchise. And uh, so I thoroughly enjoyed that. So now I'm like, all right, maybe Tim Harder would be the next guy on that list. Well, I bet Tim, I bet Tim has been in, you know, a bunch of those rec games, right? He talks about playing a bunch of rec games, in Miami. If he's ever been there, he's met him and knows him. Right. Yeah, that's true. And his dad was Tim Hardaway Sr., right? That has to yes. there's some name, you know, recognition there. Anyway, John Wall was was lower than Josh Richardson too. That one I was watching out for and saying, ooh, that one that one could look bad in a little while if, if John Wall starts playing the way that he does. But that's For a sure. tease to our overreactions. Uh Seth Curry came in at ninety one. Hmm. That was interesting. Josh Richardson at eighty. Interesting. Yeah. And the Mavs got a pick. They got the pick and a player that was nine spots higher. How about that in the trade? (laughs) All right, let's get into our overreactions. So we're just going to go through. We're going to give a couple of them each. However we run out of time, I'm not going to put a number on it. But let's start and getting into our overreactions from the first preseason game. Number one for me, Luca is (laughs) slow. And, uh, and out of I'm shape. I'm glad you went with slow and not And fat. out of shape and overweight and all that stuff. We're talking overreactions. How many DMs or texts have you or and tweets <laughs> have you gotten about this? Because that first night I got texts. 
I got DMs. <laughs> I still got some tweets today asking, does Luca look fat, pudgy, overweight, out of shape? Every iteration of it. It was like the Woj draft pick stuff. And uh, I texted somebody today. I was like, hey, if I got to get another question, if I had a dollar for every question, I could pay off my like student loans or something. <laughs> Here's the thing about Luca's weight, right? I, there's, there's two camps for, as far as Mavs fans, it feels like. One that are concerned by it and will always point it out, right? There's, and then two, yes. that think that it's ridiculous and that we shouldn't point it out and talk about it ever. Feels like you're in one of those two, right? It just feels like yes. you're in one of the two camps. I say, did Luca come in in top physical condition this year? No. Does it matter? Probably not. Because dude can get out of bed and put, drop 28 and 9 <laughs> 28 9 and 9 on pretty much anybody it's just his game his game doesn't need the explosive athleticism all that kind of stuff right he's gonna play himself into shape a little bit he's kind of like Shaq in that way and not that he's he's not gonna over I mean seriously he's Shaq always came in he was overweight it didn't matter because he would play himself into shape but he could still get to what he wanted to do in the condition that he was in Luca is still gonna be able to do that right we've already seen it we've seen the jumpers go down we've seen him get to some of his spots in that first game and I think it's gonna be fine did he come in in best physical condition no is he gonna be okay by the end of the year is he gonna be okay maybe even by the first two months yes he'll be fine yes I yeah I think it's it's important to acknowledge it because no I do not think he's in the best shape uh of his life um I think it's more okay at this point in his career. I think if we're looking at year five or six and he's at that level or seven or eight, uh, that might be, you know, different. Uh, But I do think for Luca to hit maximum potential for him, a deep playoff run, Western Conference finals, a finals, something like that, uh, we are going to have to see a different body for Luka Doncic now does that say anything about how good he is no the dude went out and was draining threes he got <laughs> in his zone and everything last year I don't know if he ever reached a point to where somebody said he was in shape and the dude <laughs> had a top five MVP season and like gave it to the Clippers and all this stuff like so he can still be amazing but for Luka to hit the potential that he wants to hit and he knows this we're not saying anything new he knows he has to be in like the peak athletic shape you know at some point so uh but he's not in that now i think it's also was a shortened off season right and we don't know exactly what his cool down for a season means right we don't know what it actually looks like for him to you know he had a lot of injuries as well too he was dealing with some ankle stuff remember he was dealing with some a bunch of different things and so for him to come down off all that and to be able to really give his body a rest maybe it took him being off his feet for three weeks i don't know I, i don't know exactly what he went through i don't know what you know, uh, I almost called him Dwayne Casey, and then I almost called him Sean Casey. I don't know what I don't know what Casey Smith, what kind of regimen he put him through. Was it three pancakes a day? Was it twelve pancakes a day? I don't know what it was, but he had to come down off of that. He had to have some recovery time, and maybe you know, Luca's a type of person that puts on weight like that, and it takes him a little while to, to get it off. I understand that, and I completely, <laughs> I completely relate to that. But he had to come down. I think the recovery time, I think, for the season had to play into this because he hasn't had a bunch of time to come back from it. Yes, for sure. I, I think it's something he'll get. You agree with the pancake thing, the pancake thought? Uh, maybe waffles. Oh, you think you think Luca's a waffle guy? Interesting. Uh, I'm more of a waffle guy. Interesting. All right, coming up, let's get into some more overreactions. We have a whole bunch of them talking about the bench, talking about uh, 
some other teams, the Mavs third unit, Tyrell Terry, whole bunch of overreactions we got to get to coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, Built Bar, we're waiting. We're waiting for Built Bars. We've ordered them. We're waiting for them to come. And we got some free, but we also ordered some ourselves. And that is the biggest endorsement I can give of any product that we talk about on this podcast. Because if I pay money for it and we're also getting paid for it, that means it's worth it. Built Bar is a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They're great for a health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. Come in incredible flavors. You can go check out the website, BuiltBar.com. You can use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac, let's get into some more overreactions. What's something that sticks out to you from the first preseason game and maybe even some of training camp? What's something that sticks out to you as an overreaction? Do you want me to, like, pull out the extinguisher for Nate Hinton or do we want to go that route <laughs> the max extension is that what you said <laughs> um no I won't go that route uh I'll just I'll just keep it in the Mavs thing I've seen some people throw out there and be like hey is Tim Hardaway regressed after one game this Ooh, overreaction yeah calm down like give it a rest. I think his body of work all of last year 40 percent clip from a three all of that um that's an overreaction for me after game one that he missed, you know, what he ended up missing six, seven threes. Um, it was first preseason game. So I want to give uh, Tim a good, good chunk of uh, <laughs> games, you know, into the regular season too, before we, we really do the man. He's not, that was just a one hit wonder for uh, 40% yeah. from three. Felt like uh, the Mavericks really didn't get into their offense until the second quarter. Felt like the whole first quarter, they really just didn't get into a flow, yeah, didn't really yeah. get into anything. They finally got into it. And then once once the Mavericks get into their flow, and you can you can almost feel it when you watch, right? You can feel when it starts churning and when it actually starts moving like a well-oiled machine. And they just didn't get into it the first. It was kind of listless. They were trying to figure out what to do. Luca. I don't know what Luca was doing the first quarter, but and that's when the, if everything breaks down, Tim's going to throw up some shots and he's going to take some of those pull up jumpers and some of those less efficient shots. And if he takes a bunch of those, his efficiency is going to go down. That's just the way that it is. He do, he's not going to yeah. hit all those shots. He's not CJ McCollum. He's not you know Kevin Durant. He's not post up Kyrie Irving. He's not one of those guys that's going to have some crazy efficiency and be a great scorer. He's, he would be a max player if he was like feels like that so yeah yeah that's an overreaction for me i think another reaction is that um <laughs> another reaction oh this is what i want to talk about tyrell terry looked completely overwhelmed and he won't contribute this year this is one that i kind of made in my head when i watched and i saw a couple people make online as well tyrell terry kind of did look overwhelmed but i feel like that's to be expected from a rookie i feel like we should take more yes. stock in the fact that josh green looked pretty comfortable Compared mm-hmm. to Tyrell Terry looking overwhelmed, because I expect that from a rookie to come in with such a short window. He was drafted, what, a month ago? One month ago yeah. he was drafted, and now he's being put on the court. Usually you get a whole summer league, you get to be introduced to the team, you get your media day, you get your training camp, you know, your full training camp and all that stuff. Don't they usually have like two weeks of training camp before preseason normally? Yeah. And now it was five days, four of actual, you know, live five on five practice days. It's just been not a lot of time. And so I, I think Tyrell Terry can still contribute this year. And he did look overwhelmed. I think both those t- things can be true. And I, I want to see him play more off ball. You know, they they threw him out there with that, that third unit, basically that bench unit. And uh, I think if he's going to get meaningful time, 
um, in a regular season game, he's going to be playing off something like Brunson. Like we've talked everything about the Seth Curry role. Seth Curry yeah. was very efficient playing off ball. And you look at the one three that you know Terry hit in game one. He came off a you know off ball screen and he caught on the wing and spot up and hit the shot. So I want to see him play more off ball. He's super skinny and he's small. He knows that. We talked about that and everything, but uh, yeah, don't overreact after game one. We got to get Tyrell Terry some built bars too. <laughs> He's got to get built some up. Built goes. Got to get built. All right, give me another overreaction. All right, we just got to calm down, Nate Hinton. That's all. Oh, I'll come on. Go we we just have to. That's <laughs> all. It, okay. What What do you think is the actual reaction? What do you think is the expectation now after the game one? Then I should say this: be excited. But I've I've already seen some a few, not a ton, throw out there of like, man, he should be like a top seven guy on the team, top eight, oh, like in the rotation, wow. one of the first like three or four guys off the bench. I'm not ready for that yet. Love him. I like this is everything you love to see from from a guy like that, a two way guy. But I'm not ready for to sit here and be like he should be challenging Josh Green or he should be <laughs> you know. Uh, fighting with Trey Burke for some minutes or whatever it is, or Maxi uh, from for some spots in that second unit. Give it some time, all of that. Okay, but let me ask you this: Which island had more houses on it at one point, Hinton Island or Reeves Island? Oh man, I think Hinton Island after after the first game has had more houses already. Like, yeah, the market is is really high for Hinton Island right now. It's it's really closing up. No, I, yeah, I think so, too. I think people are uh, are enjoying it. And it's not saying we shouldn't enjoy it. Listen, enjoy the heck out of it. He seems like an awesome guy. We totally just, did in our last pod. If you didn't listen to our postgame pod, go listen to it from true. this weekend. There's a difference between excitement and then raising your expectations, too. So listen, I, I just want to keep him in check. It was exciting. It's fun. Let's see if he can do it again. If he does it again, then maybe this is not so much of an overreaction. Who knows? Let's go. Let's see it. Yeah. Another one for me is this is one I didn't see at all, but I think some people may have made in their head and just didn't want to say it. The Mavericks should have kept J.J. Barea instead of Wessa Wundu because Wessa Wundu <laughs> did not look good in that preseason game. He was forcing a bunch of shots, and I just did not think that he looked, you know, I didn't think that he looked that great in that first preseason game. That's an overreaction, and I didn't see anybody make it, which I'm glad. But yeah, Wessel one do I think he's got he it's gonna calm down into his role a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna take time, and he's not he's not gonna um he's not gonna play a ton. I would not assume. Uh, my last one, I just want to throw in there real quick. I seen some people throw out the Dwight Powell isn't good, and I do want to push back a little bit on that. And Dwight Powell serves. How long team have we been well. doing this? <laughs> I know, but I just and some people are like clamoring for Willie to start. Yeah, and, I mean, I could at least hear that argument of like the reasons why you'd want Willie over Dwight. I just the hustle, the everything that I want to see a little bit more du- of Dwight. As long as KP's out, like if KP's back in, I don't want Dwight or Willie starting. Uh, but uh, do I think Dwight will start with KP? Probably. Yes. Anyway, different subject. Uh, I just I just want us to chill on. I've seen some people are throwing out the. Dwight isn't good. Why is he even playing all that? And he, he's a good basketball player. I think he's also coming back from an Achilles injury. <laughs> That's very, right? yes, think, very, very he's true. Coming back from that. So I think very that, true. that actually adds into it as well. So there you go. That's some overreactions. Let us know if you have overreactions from the first preseason game, go ahead and tweet us at lockdown Mavs at Nick van exit. And you can tweet at Isaac L Harris as well. Let us know what you think and subscribe to the pod. If you're not uh, also, 
NBA regular season is upon us. Locked on NBA podcast is going to have a full preseason preview. We did a segment on it. A bunch of other teams, all the other teams are doing a segment on their team. So if you want to kind of get an idea, if you don't know which players are on which team, basically, go ahead and listen to Locked on NBA. Subscribe to it. And guys, you know, Chad Ford's going to be bringing predictions, rejecting the screen. Guys will be on it. All that kind of stuff. Subscribe to that. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Maps. Boom.